community. Now, there's a word that means good things. Generally, I think it's uh, lost meaning sometimes in speech because people talk about it, but they don't really do it well. Right. This kind of like community we're talking about is like building a community, right, Brian? Like building a community from like the kind of grassroots level that like online influencers and things like that are doing today, right? Correct. Yep. So let's uh, launch out on the loop and discuss building a community today on Curiosity Continuum. everybody, this is Josh. And this is Brian. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an ever-growing collection of content designed to ignite your creative talents and power up your critical thinking skills. Master your world by learning the essentials needed to thrive in this century. We share conversations that explore, examine, and reframe practical topics that help you learn something new and apply what you already know in a new way in a constantly changing world. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, Sign up for our newsletter by visiting us at curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. All right, Brian. So you had this idea to talk about this building a community. And I kind of said it in the beginning, like a community from the ground up, kind of like not a physical community right away, like not in one area like your neighborhood, but like people with like interests, right? Correct. Yeah. So I think um, for the benefit of everybody, not a community like your neighborhood. Right. This is going to be a collection of people. Right. And we're going to specify it that way. And it's not even, um, doesn't have to be in person, could be, could be virtual, like you were saying earlier. Right. This is a collection of people, and now every community kind of has rules they abide by, and there's like a spirit of the community that kind of pervades. Right, like social structure. Yes, yeah. correct. We live in a society, we like to say, and we have rules for, you know, just for like normal behavior and norms and things like that, which people, you know, you're weird if you kind of break them all the time, but you know. You're not usually ostracized. You're just kind of like, oh, that's that weird guy over there. <laughs> when we talk community, often the founders have a lot to do with it. So as Josh right. and I have talked about the video gaming community, Josh has talked uh, a lot about how those communities kind of shape up and how they engage. And I would love him kind of just bring people in to like talk about some of these healthy video game communities. Because sometimes people think like, aren't they kind of toxic or aren't they kind of whatever? They don't know about them. Right. Well, they are toxic, some of them. And some of them can, even the best ones can be toxic. But what I've always found is the best communities are around, like, they're not just, like, about games, for example. It's always about, like, a group that games or one game or, for example, there's a dad gaming group on um, Facebook. It's, like, the least toxic group I've ever been in. They, they never put down people. They never, they always are trying to help each other. They put up like real world life problems in there and people help them solve them. They're not just about games, but it's the game part brings people together. So that's the context. Right. The context for that. So you kind of like the same thing happens in video games. Like there's a game, maybe one game you like. So you might go check that community out. Now, certain games have, you know, ages matter and there's certain communities that are older and younger depending on the game. So I, I always find that, especially as I'm getting older, the older communities are obviously more in line with me. You know, so that's the kind of thing I, I would like to go to. But if there's a younger member there, that's okay. But they just can't be like, if they start being toxic, for example, the community takes care of it. It kind of just weeds them out. So how does a community do that, though? Especially like if there's no... You like, just don't engage with it. Like, uh, you know, like trolling and stuff. You just don't engage with it. A lot of times we will be like, dude, that's not the place for here, you know? And people just start blocking them. And then it's like, it's kind of like self-regulating that way. Okay, so how do you have a community that regulates, though, um, without being 
like exclusive in the terms of like just because somebody has a different opinion than you. Like there's, I know right. the there's always going to be some of that. I think because depending on the people, but what I found is that if somebody has like a vast different opinion that's like totally not in line with the group think, right? Even you don't doesn't mean you have to think like them. It just means that in this community, this is the standards that we're, we we strive to be. People just don't engage, and when they don't engage, that person doesn't get satiated, so they just move on. Because what they're looking for is engagement, right? I mean, like when you when you say something totally off the wall. You're looking for people to be mad at you, like nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, when kids do it, that's what they're doing. You know, some of these communities, I would hearken to being like almost like a family dynamic, like a parent-child dynamic kind of thing. So is it kind of where the community will reward the behaviors that they want to have? Yeah, they do. They really do. And uh, a, a community also starts online, obviously. Like if you're playing a game, like the way I get sucked into communities is when I'm playing the game, it's the type of players I'm seeing. Like if it's a game that you need help maybe to get through something, the other guy will come on and help you. Then you're like, you know what? That's pretty cool. And you see that more often than not. Usually you start noticing that's that community. It's more like that. And a lot of games are like that online. They're, you know, but the biggest games like Call of Duty, those are the ones that attract, you know, the (laughs) 12-year-olds. And 12, for some reason, is a really rough age for kids. And so they just think they can say whatever they want with no consequence, especially when they're online. They think they're invisible. You know, so that is a important thing to teach younger people that, hey, you know, speak how you want to be spoken to. And if your grandma wasn't in the, was in the room, would she be embarrassed by what you're saying? And if she's not, you might want to evaluate your grandma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like you kind of know, I mean, like the, like people know when they're doing something wrong. You know, I mean, I don't really think they need a whole bunch of people to tell them no. But if they get a very strong, like negative reaction to something that they're trying to elicit a negative reaction to. You know, like like the community says, well, we don't do that here. They just move on, and we don't see them. I mean, a, a very few in some of these communities I see. So, so when you're talking about like, let's say we have a community of, we'll make a small number, but that everybody can kind of conceive of, yeah, call it a thousand people. Yeah, how many people in that community are actually driving the conversations that happen in there? Usually between, I'd say, like one to two percent. Okay. You know, that are the conversation starters, really? Yeah. And I would think that like 5% of people are, are uh, what I would call critically engaged. Like they're like always responding. They're always on, they're always in that community. Like they check it maybe every day. There's another, you know, 15, 20, 25% of people that are just like, they're engaged. They'll get notifications about stuff. They'll pop in every now and then. But the large majority of the community is not there every day. You know, they're, they got, they have lives. They are, I mean, everyone has a life, but I mean, they, they just don't have the time to check in every day. But it's also a kind of a nice thing to know that when you come back to the community, it's still going to be there. Right. So, like, would you say 40% of members in a community would probably be the core of people that you could, you'd see regularly? Yeah. Yeah. Four out of 10 is a good. good yeah. Okay. One, to, one to two would be like the ones that really stick out. Yep. You know, one to two, you know, those people, even like 5% of those really engaged people. Mm-hmm. It really depends on the... And communities go through their ebbs and flows. Like right now in the gaming space, the Metroid community is on fire. Like everyone's really excited because there's a new Metroid game coming out. So it's kind of like awoken that community, right? So it's really spurring on online. There's podcasts going out about it. There's And those people engage ravis- ravenously engage in, in Metroid content because they don't get it often. But then you got people like in the Call of Duty space, they get a game every year. They're not as ravenous about like they're like oh it's just another game you know they're just like getting into the the rhythm of it 
So it's a real different thing, but it's the roots are the same where they're there for the same reason to engage a community of people that like something they like. Okay. So when you're talking about, well, let's, let's, let's take the Metroid community for a minute. Yeah. So they see a new piece of content come out, new game, something right. And the, community is on fire when you say community on fire do you mean that like their personal social media feeds are being they're filling it themselves are they talking to other people who they know like about it everything i mean it's like nintendo basically for example with the metro i'll take the metro example because it's a really good one and it's timely they just put the trailer out there they don't say anything else about it the trailer tells you everything that's about it and when it's coming out right the community just takes that and runs with it. You know, there's, there will be, there were many, there were just certain uh, news stories printed on certain popular websites, but then Twitter exploded, you know, and then Facebook explodes with stuff. And then these communities that are some of these dormant communities that were kind of like there, but not really engaged are becoming engaged again because people are excited. So it's just people just want to talk to the people about it. They're like, oh, how do you think this is going to be? Are they going to change this and this and this? And it's the first, also, it's kind of a big thing because with the Switch, it's the first Metroid game on the Switch that's in it, like a actual game that's made for it. Got it. You have this core of people that get excited about something. Right. Right? And so if we take it a game, it could be any other kind of topic. How, it, how much of that core group, 40%, do you say have tight relationships with other people who are the primary starters? Because you can have people who start conversations. Yeah. And you can have people who are engaged, but how much are they like really cross talking a lot? I mean, like, is it really where people are dro- dropping in and reading comments or? I mean, it's all, it's everything, but there'll be people that are in those groups that would say something like, Hey, I've got this problem, you know, here. And it's like nothing to do with Metroid or nothing to do with the community, but people help. So it's all because of that, uh, the thread that binds them kind of thing. And so I think that's important to realize that community is all different people all bound by something familiar, right? Got it. That they have. So that's why car clubs or other things like that, right? Yeah, that's why, I mean, yeah, anything you want to belong to. Because there's like, you know, like Brian has a whiskey club. There's people there that do every kind of work. You know, they're not just white-collar workers or blue-collar workers. They're self-employed people. They're entrepreneurs. They're all sorts of people. Yeah, some of them are are complete bourbon nerds. Other ones are like, I don't even know. Like, let me me try something. Right, and that whole, the thread of that that pulls them all together is they love bourbon. Mm -hmm. So it's like bourbon and whiskey, you know? Who doesn't? But, I mean, you know, (laughs) they all just, that's what brings them together. And you got people, nobody cares, like, who is, who is, like, socially has more money or, you know, or is a better economic standing or, you know, is quote-unquote famous or whatever. Nobody cares about that. It's all, you're just people enjoying stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's like a lot a lot of communities, especially online, and like it's given a lot of people anonymity where if they are famous, they could go in there and just be someone else for a while. Do you believe that community uh, prefaces relationship or relationship prefaces community? I think that it can go both ways, but it's the, you have to have something in common. You build a relationship, the relationship turns into a community, right? Okay. I mean, the community can also turn into a relationship. If you're just, like, if you're just, like, in, you know, my grandpa would say, Joe Blow from Idaho, you know, just in the middle of nowhere, all by yourself, the internet has been wonderful where it's given you an outlet to go find somebody that likes something else you do. So you're, you find the community, then you start building relationships, right? 
but it can go both ways. I think it depends if it happens in real life or not real life. Like if you're online first, you're going to meet that person first just because that relationship is going to build. And then they might say, hey, I'm part of this community. Why don't you come join? You'll find a whole bunch of people like 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 you, mm-hmm. which is important. Do you think on online there has to be certain constructs put in place so you know, at least have a leading sense about what somebody or some community will be like? Because if like you drive through a town, yeah, you kind of get a sense. Even if you don't go out yeah. and talk to anybody, you get a sense. Or you're in, you're at like a um the grocery store, right? And everybody goes to the grocery store because everybody in common has, you know, they have to go buy food. But that doesn't mean that that's a community of the grocery store. That means that you're intersecting people there. In a community. In a community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's not the community itself. No. No. So what was your question again? So I can... The question, I think, was more like when you have those type of things in the analog world, you can tell like if you're going to pass somebody, like if yeah. they're in a good mood, they're not in a good mood. Right. And I mean, obviously, one person is not indicative of a community. You know, one one outlier is not indi- indicative of what something is going to happen, good or bad. But when you start seeing the patterns, like you start, like if you go to a town and everyone's happy or like my parents, when they moved down here, they're like, everyone in the South, like in Florida here was really nice in this area. I'm like, there's no reason not to be. It's like beautiful weather all the time. <laughs> you know, it's really not any reason to be, you know, upset. It's going to be sunny here like 300 days or more a year. You're going to have like one off days of rain. And you're going to be okay. You know, but it's not like up North where, we might have 200 days in a row where we didn't see the sun. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> you know, I remember those depending days. on where we were from. But so I think that it just really does depend on the, where you are, who you're with and what you're connecting about. Right. You can connect about something so simple. I mean, it, the, people collect all sorts of things. I'm sure there's a community online for every single thing you can think of. Sometimes people I think are, are feel secretly nerdy. I'll put it that way. Uh, about yeah. something. I think, like, I think everyone is like nerdy about something. It doesn't have to be, I mean, I knew a guy that is ice, ice machines and ice, like the quality of ice is what he's like nerdy about. He knows everything about, oh, that's a Mantawak machine and that comes from this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that boils the water first so that when it comes out, it's super clear ice. I'm like, and he'll go to like these places and he'll go, can I get a cup of ice? And they just, he'll go, I'll pay for it. And they're just like, we'll just give it to you, man. You know, it's like, (laughs) it's ice. (laughs) But it's like, that's what he's nerdy about. I've never met anyone else like that. And I was like, okay, cool, you know? (laughs) But I'm like, that's what you're passionate about. And now, I don't know if there's a community for those people, but I bet you there's more people that would admit quality of ice matters to them. I think it's the one person that admits, like, I'm nerdy about ice. And then people feel brave about it. They're like, oh, man, that's I'm not nerdy about ice, but something way more normal, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that's what it is. It is breaking down that convention, too, that it's okay. Like, if you're into something that's weird or you think is weird, there's somebody else into it, too. Yep. You know? It's true. All right. I think that's a good place to put a comma. What do you think? Yeah, we'll put a comma. We'll definitely revisit this, I think. I think as uh, things progress and people kind of send in feedback and talk to us about it. I think they'll want to know. They'll like, oh, why don't you talk about this community or this community? Maybe we'll have some of these people on. Sounds great. We can talk about their communities and their experiences with them. Sounds good, man. All right. Uh, okay. So until next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continued.
Thank <laughs> you.